Welcome. We're uh, on a very special co-working with Ivana from Croatia. Maybe Ivana, you want to uh, shortly introduce you and your co-working space. Uh, hi, uh, hi, Fanny. Uh, thank you. Uh, first, I would like to say hello to, to everybody. Uh, so uh, my name is Ivana. I'm 28 years old. Uh, I live in Zagreb, uh, Croatia. Uh, I'm currently uh, working in a, a co-working space in Zagreb called 385. Uh, I would just briefly like to um, like to introduce you with my story, how I ended up in the co-working space. Uh, so I was studying public relations and during my, uh, my uh, studies, I wanted to try really different uh, student jobs. So I tried uh, something connected to journalism, to radio and um, also uh, um, public relations. And I was doing an internship uh, in uh, one agency. Uh, and there uh, I uh, met my now boss. Um, um, and uh, she, I, I remember she asked me uh, when, we, when we met uh, if I'm interested in something new, um, uh, that she's trying to find a person who would be a community manager uh, online and also offline. So at that point, I didn't really know what it means to be a community manager online and offline. But I said, OK, sure, I want to try something new. Uh, and uh, I, um, I started working here uh, in Hub385 uh, as a community uh, manager. So I um, was in the space with all the other residents. Uh, I was doing their social media posts. And I was also like uh, a connection between the people who were working um, in the management and the people who are uh, our residents. Uh, this was the offline part of the, of the, of the work. Uh, and now uh, four years, almost four years later, uh, I am a PR and co-working coordinator of, uh, of Hub385, which is the, one of the biggest co-working spaces uh, in Zagreb. Um, we are the, the biggest one that has the, the private uh, investment. We are not uh, owned by the city. Uh, so Hub385 is a co-working space that okay, has... Okay, okay. Uh... Just first one, one question. I was very interested. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know. So you were studying journalism and then you jump in that community manager job, which I understand at the time is not so well known because yes. I had that conversation so many times about what's a community manager for a lot of people that was basically managing social media. So it's being on social media. So not really maybe having a community on social media. Sure, Facebook group, great. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you think about the co-working space, sure, there's social media, but there are the members. And the position you're telling me is was both social media yes. and the on-site community. Yes, it was both, and I was really interested in. I know, I know what it means to be a um, social. I mean, a community manager on social media. Okay, you put posts on social media, you answer the messages in the inbox, but the offline part was a bit, you know, okay, what what that really means. Uh, but it was really uh, afterwards. I talked with my boss, and she said, okay, I really want to have a person in the working space when people come, when they get onboarded. I'm the person that uh, onboards him uh, or her. And then afterwards, when he or she is in the space, that he always has a familiar face that he, he or she knows that she can ask uh, somebody if, if something is not working in the space physically. So that was the offline uh, part of that, to be uh, part of the community. So both were included from the beginning. It wasn't yes. just a social media job that became a really community job. Yeah, it was, it was uh, at the beginning, it was really the, the both, yes. 
Yeah, interesting, interesting. And uh, you were also saying that spaces are owned by the state in Croatia? Uh, well, some yours. of the space, yeah, some of the spaces are owned by the state or by the city. So we have mm -hmm. a really a big co-working space in Zagreb that is owned by the city, and uh, their prices are really, really low. Uh, sometimes even free for some for some people. Uh, and we are the first investment that is the private uh, investment in co-working space. So the Hub Three Eight Five has um, three co-founders. Mm. And to you, what does that change to have public and or private funding? Is there a big difference between those different spaces? Uh, well, I think that is a big difference because if you are owned by the city or by the state, mm -hmm. you are sure that you will get the needed investment from the state or from the city. But you, when you are in the private, you, you really need to, you know, make your own money to, to survive. Uh, so that's, that's maybe the, the biggest difference uh, there is. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it's a job. Yeah, of course. You get funds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were talking about the space and you saw you arrived when the space was already funded, right? How, how long yes. was the space there uh, when you arrived? So the space was really founded in 2016 and I became part of the team in 2018. Uh, so the first year, 2016, was like... Um, uh, tryout year, trial year, let's say, uh, where we had only startups in the space. Um, uh, it, it all really began like um, the, two, the three co-founders. Uh, they all had like regular jobs, day-to-day -day jobs, but they wanted to, as in their own words, they wanted to give something back to the community. Uh, so they they opened the, the Hub385 space, which was really at the beginning um, startup incubator for only for startups, for young people who have an idea but don't have enough uh, money or sources to make that idea come true. Uh, uh, and and was that, do you know if that was their main job at the time or if they kept, you were saying they had their jo own job, mm -hmm. but then they wanted to launch that project. Maybe at the beginning they were still working on the side. And then bit by bit, it became bigger and uh, it became the main activity or? Uh, well, they, they do, when they started, they had like, as I said, uh, side jobs that are the main jobs. But mm -hmm. uh, after, some, after some time, they didn't leave their regular jobs. Uh, so Hub Street 5 was really uh, all along a side, a side hustle, let's say, for them. Uh, but they had us. Hustle. A big side hustle, yes. But they had us like a team of people, of five people who are really they were really confident that we can we, we can do it on our own, and mm -hmm. we just really were very confident in doing it. And we needed only them for the small parts of the of the job, so they didn't have to be in the space all the time every day, but only sometimes. So they they managed to have like both jobs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I understand if they wanted to do a startup incubator, they were already working in a startups or with startups at the time too. They were working with startups at the time. Uh, some of them were uh, investors also in startups, ah, so well, they no. wanted to have also a space, uh, space for them. So at the beginning, we had small offices for the startups and then we tried to mm -hmm. like, have events that, could, that the startups could benefit from. Okay. So we had pitching events when we gathered all the startups that we have, put them in, put them in a big room with investors, and every startup had like a five or ten minutes to pitch their idea. And if the investor liked it, they can offer them money. 
uh, and after after that we also had like startup contests um, and we tried to have a lot of networking events where we can uh, match do the matchmaking with the between the investors and the startups that was uh, our main idea at uh, at first yeah uh, and so then love time, events for startups mm -hmm. but then i understand at some point there were lockdowns happening and all those events had hard to stop or to got switched uh, online yes they got switched mm -hmm. online because of the quarantine uh but also in the meantime uh before mm -hmm. even before the quarantine we uh let's say stop a bit with the uh, startup incubator idea because we yeah. saw how after us that we that we started the incubator um more and more people started their own incubators in zagreb and uh around it the city. became popular mm -hmm. yes it became popular and uh, my co-founders said that their that really their idea was truly that to to encourage other people to make uh, incubators for startups for that to become a big thing uh, and they said that they don't uh, see them as a competition. Uh, but uh, after some times when the, a lot of uh, startups, a lot of startup uh, incubators emerged, they decided to, okay, now there is enough incubators, then we can switch to something else. And then we became, uh, you know, like a regular co-working space. Yeah, so switching from the startups, which I understand were most of your members to something else, something different. Yeah, something else, uh, because um, right now we also have some startups in the space. It's not like we don't want startups to be to be here. You didn't kick them out. No, we didn't kick them out. Uh, we have currently one really uh, interested. It's um, a few students from one uh, university in Zagreb. They have a small startup uh, connected to read uh, uh, to um, how to say it. I cannot find the words. Um, not retail, but real estate, real estate uh, startup. So it's a bunch of students who now have their own startups, uh, startup to help uh, other foreign students to which come to Zagreb to study to find apartment where they can live. So it's a it's a business idea they had, and now they have like a small small company. So I wanted to say that uh, right now, at the beginning, we we were only uh, really oriented on startups, but now uh, we have mm -hmm. like a really big and different uh, community of a lot of people with uh, different backgrounds of business and uh, different professions. Did you see uh, coming of uh, corporate, so big uh, companies, employees coming into co-working spaces too? For uh, example, during some. the lockdowns, were if you could open did people who started working from home come mm -hmm. to the to the space or something like that uh well during the quarantine we had some offices that were uh, that were big and then only a part of the people uh come, came to, to came to the offices but um mm -hmm. during the during the quarantine most of the people who were interested in the space were uh, more freelancers who just didn't want to be stuck at home anymore. So they mostly uh, rented uh, open space desks. But uh, before and after the quarantine, we also had some big corporate um, companies wanted to uh, to rent a co-working space, but it was mostly only one part of the big company. So not the mm -hmm. whole team, but maybe only marketing team, uh, only to, to be in the space with other people, maybe to connect with other people. Because mm -hmm. if you have a big company, uh, the marketing part is the part who, you know, uh, takes the most out of networking and socializing with others. 
If yeah. you have a part that are developers, they mostly only do their job and not not uh, communicate uh, that much with uh, with uh, the rest of the community. Mm. So when a big company would come to your space, it would be uh, one department or one mm -hmm. team together uh, and not the whole company or not many yes. other departments. And mostly uh, the marketing maybe, teams. You yes, marketing teams mostly. Or, mm -hmm. or maybe only the CEOs and then mm -hmm. they have like their own, own uh, office because right now in the space, in, the, in my co-working space, we have yeah. 25 offices that are available, but none of the 25 offices is like for 30 people. The biggest one that we have is for maximum 15 people. And when you have a big corporation, the big corporation really needs a lot more space than, you know, 15. What seats. you have. Mm. Yeah. But we had some, uh, we had, for example, uh, when we started, we have one um, a startup. They, they had like three people in their team and they stayed with us for three years and they went from three people to 35 people. So Ooh. they had, yes, they had four offices uh, in total in our space. Wow. This that, is also that's one good of when the... you see them grow like that. Huh? Yeah, that's really mm. nice. Mm. And now I'm wondering, we were talking a lot about events you were organizing for startups. Mm -hmm. I guess uh, you stopped and there weren't a lot of events uh, on site, but now it's uh, it's more open. So have you restarted uh, organizing more events about not maybe startups, but other kind for your other kind of members? Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, it's really, uh, for the past couple of months, the events mm -hmm. started to to uh, we started to hosting events uh, again. At the beginning, it was uh, some kind of a hybrid events where we had like a, they, we rented one space, a smaller room. Mm -hmm. uh, part of the people were there, and part of the people were online, like this uh, live stream. And yeah. now, after some time, uh, we really saw that. Um, more and more people uh, text us, uh, send us emails uh, to see if we are available to host an event for 100 plus people. So right now we, we really have a lot of them. Every every day we have like a parallel events in our in one hour space. Uh, how does it work? Do you have like a big room for events or several rooms for meetings or events that you're renting on the side of your like offices? Or uh, well, we really have uh, uh, everything that you that you just mentioned. So the building has three three floors. Uh, two floors are for the co-working space for offices and open space desks, and on two floors we also have uh, meeting rooms for the people of the co-working. Yeah. Uh, and on the first floor we have a big event space with uh, nine event uh, space rooms, meeting rooms. Uh, the smallest one is for like five to six people, like a small uh, small room to have like a meeting. And we also have big academy rooms uh, for a hundred people plus. Oh, so yeah. we have so like, it's uh, yeah. pretty big. It's pretty big. The, the whole building is uh, more than 2,000 square meters. Yeah, I was going to ask because uh, <laughs> I think the person I had just before you, uh, she was a... Uh, she created a very small space and mm -hmm. it was 45 square meters. It's like, like apartment, let's say. <laughs> yeah, we also have that in Zagreb. No, it's, it's not, not the same. same. It's really yeah. the different. I, I yeah, remember that I had, I mean, mm -hmm. it is some, somebody really likes it. Uh, there are a lot of types of people who, who enjoy the small community, a, mm -hmm. a, a small space with only one room to, to rent or something. I remember that I had... Um, 
one guy coming from uh, the really small co-working space in Zagreb. It's really like 45 square meters, as you said, like an apartment uh, close to the city center. And he said that he was feeling claustrophobic there and he wanted something big. And then on the other hand, I had people coming here and said to me after sometimes, okay, I mean, I really like the space, but it's too much for me, too much people. I would rather, I would rather prefer a small, you know, space mm -hmm. with only like a 10 people uh, in it. So it really depends on the, on the, on the people. On the person, totally, totally. And so you're hosting almost every day, uh, you're renting almost every day to speak event space, right? Yes, we are hosting, I mean, we are renting space uh, every day when we are working, the front desk is working all the time and we are uh, hosting parallel events. Uh, it's not the same as before in 2018, mm -hmm. for example, we had like, uh, in I think five events a day, we work double shifts, so from eight to eight. Uh, and now we only have a shift from eight to four because mm -hmm. it's enough for all the, all the events that we have. Uh, but uh, as I said, I believe that the positive, uh, this positivity of uh, event hosting will continue to grow also, because uh, as I said, um, there is really a difference between this year and the past year. There are a lot more events uh, right now in our space. Yeah, I bet so. I bet so. And so everybody's space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people were okay to do some uh, online event or hybrid event uh, during the lockdowns uh, because they didn't mm -hmm. have much choice. But then some get yeah. sick of it. Like you get sick to work from home and you just want to go to a co-working space to see something else. Then people yes. want to go to on-site event to be there in flesh and bones. It's really different because I um, I remember that I wanted to, I, I was a part of one um, online event. It was like a workshop and it was really hard for me to follow the workshop of being from home because when you are there with the people, with the rest of the people, participants, it's a different atmosphere. As you said, it's 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 different when you are there on, 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 on the spot and you get to know some people, get to hear something from them. Uh, I mean, it's really, it's, and it's nicer to work in the co-working space now, uh, which is full of people, different people there chatting with their, uh, with each other, uh, than it is when you are home and only uh, looking at your screen alone. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one of my favorite part of going to an event or networking event was during the presentation. We always had a bit of presentation about the topic. Then we would be the same bunch of people at the back, at the bar, drinking a beer mm -hmm. together while halfly listening to the presentation because it was interesting. Yeah? But it was also about meeting people and having a drink with friends, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And those events, I understand there are a lot. So maybe you partner with some organization or people rent your space. It's not necessarily in uh, collaboration with the co-working part of the business, right? Uh, no, it's uh, really mostly if you if we uh, host events, it's mostly with um, outside clients. Let's say mm -hmm. some of the some of of our co-working residents also uh, host events like when they have a team building or a big uh, big meetup with uh, everybody from the company or from uh, with investors then they also rent our space but mostly um, outside uh, clients uh, rent the space so for example we have like uh, big corporations that are our clients uh, and you know 
maybe once once in one month they have like an internal workshop for their uh, employees mm-hmm. and then they rent our space yeah yeah so it's really two different business in the yes. same place mm-hmm. okay well uh what about the future do we have some more plans do you do you plan to go back to startup to extend to some more industry to what's in uh, in the plan? Uh, well we are open for everything i think at this point we are open for new ideas uh, i'm not sure uh, whether are we going to back to uh, startup incubators uh, i mean being open only for startups because right now we realized how people from different uh professions really seek the co-working mm-hmm. space so we i think that we will try to uh, maintain open for everybody uh yeah. startups and even big companies um the idea for us and uh, our wish let's say is to maintain the what we are now because we are the best co- the best known co-working space in zagreb uh, so we are already like a brand People know what Hub mm-hmm. Fight means in Zagreb. Uh, but also, uh, we would like to maybe in the future uh, open one more location in Zagreb. So right now we have only one big, uh, big uh, building uh, that is ours. But we were thinking maybe to have like a small mini Hub 385 space somewhere close to the city center. Um, to to when when somebody is uh, looking for a space to to give them the opportunity to okay you can switch locations uh, if you have some meeting close to the center uh, today you can stay at the other place that we have and if you want to you know be a bit far away from the city center you can use our second location so that would be like a idea maybe for the future. Yeah, so flexibility with the city center and the main. Uh headquarter yes yes mm-hmm. to be to be as flexible as possible because we try to be ex- flexible with our residents with everything that they need uh, from us and uh, we also like to be you know flexible with uh, people who are just joining or are just interested in in uh, renting a space with us mm, nice nice interesting I- i'd be looking forward to see how that goes on Yes, I'm really, uh, I'm really, you know, interested in what the future brings, uh, because more and more people. When I just started uh, working in a co-working mm-hmm. space, I remember when I talked to my friends, my family, of course, and when I uh, wanted to explain where do I work, nobody even knew what co-working means. And what is a co-working space? I, I'm not uh, familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. after a few years, it's really. I mean, people really know what co-working means. Uh, more and more people try it out uh, from different col- from different professions, not only mm. developers, freelancers. Uh, we really had a lot of people. Yes, yeah, startups. Right now, we also have uh, like attorneys here, um, marketing agencies. Uh, we also have like a small church in our co-working space right now. You have a church. Yes, we have a church. So it's really, <laughs> I mean, it's really you have everything here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. Thanks. What, what about the bar or a cafe? Uh, we had a bar uh, before um, the pandemic. 
Yes, in, in the ground floor where we have like a ping pong table. I was joking, desk. but everything's possible. <laughs> Everything is possible. Right uh -huh. now we don't have it, it's closed, but we are also planning mm -hmm. to reopen it because it was like oh. a small coffee place and also mm -hmm. people could uh, take uh, something to eat, like a small lunch. And mm -hmm. it was really a plus for them when um, if they want to stay. I mean, most of the people here really stay for like eight to nine hours here working. So it's important yeah. to have a lunch break so we wanted to also yes. give give them to give it to them you know people are saying uh sitting down is the new uh tobacco the new cigarette <laughs> yes we're all gonna die because we sit all day long so going to the cafe at some point just uh buy uh, some hot drink for the winter uh, yes right now because it's it's always a good thing and also uh, we we try to um in the space also uh, host like uh, events for the community. Uh, so when you when you mentioned coffee place and something cozy, we also have like a, a breakfast for all of our residents for one once in a month. We organize an event in the in the ground floor, which it's it's a mm -hmm. big a big space. Uh, we uh, bring it's coffee. A the ground floor is a bit like an event space, but it's not to rent. It's for you and the community. Yes. It's for the community just to, you know, hang out, to yeah. play some ping pong, uh, table tennis uh, or something. And the bar, is it, uh, I'm curious, is it available only for members or is it open to anybody else? Uh, it's open to anybody who is working because our building is uh, part of the of uh, even greater building, which has uh, four more companies in it. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are open, you know, really for for everybody. Interesting. Nice. I, I love that idea. I, I will check it out. The cafe and the space <laughs> or that. Uh, Croatia. Yeah, something. Well, it's almost the end, but one last topic from me and maybe one last topic from you and, and we're done. We were talking about, uh, so there was a big event about digital nomads. So I'm a digital nomad mm -hmm. uh, in Croatia. And I was wondering if that had any impact on the space. I was saying not so much because I mean, the gather somewhere in Croatia, not in Zagreb, I think, and uh, for like one or two weeks. So it's very short, but you were talking about the visa and how that brings mm -hmm. some new people uh, in the country. Yes, uh, uh, Digital Nomad Week took place uh, last year or two years ago. I'm really not sure because, uh, I mean, they were in our sp space also. Uh, oh. One part of the of the whole event took place in Hub 385. And I remember that I was also part of the wrap-up party, uh, which they had uh, in the city center. Um, and um, at that point, when, the, when they had, and in that week, the Nomad Week, when they had um, uh, meetings and uh, workshops all around the city, they were also here. And all of the dig digital nomads that were like speakers on that event uh, also stayed uh, in our space for a couple of days. Um, and um, uh, the people from Digital Nomad Association connected me to one more association in uh, Split called the Rental Local. Um, and so they in Split, there are a lot of uh, people who come digital nomads because Split is on the seaside. So people coming to Croatia to work mostly work um, somewhere close to the so close to the seaside. But uh, as we connected with them with the rental local, uh, we all specifics uh, connected to nomad 
nomad visa. So when people come to my space and ask me, okay, I would like to work here. I would like to open a company in Croatia or something, but I need to, I don't know anything about nomad visa. So I can say, okay, I have somebody in split. I can connect you with them and they can uh, really uh, tell you everything that you need to know about it. Um, I think that maybe it didn't, uh, it's not that popular yet in Croatia. I only mm. had like five people asking me about digital nomad visa, but mm-hmm. I think that in the future, more and more people will uh, really take that opportunity to, to take the visa and to work from all around the world. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, well, I think that we covered uh, everything, the, the beginning, now the future and uh, how it all went. Um, and I would just like to, for the people who are maybe listening, to, who are planning to visit Croatia, uh, I would like to give them like a, like a call to, to, to drop by to our space to see how it works. Uh, we are really uh, close to the city center. Uh, you can come with uh, with the public transportation, and we uh, always have like a free day trial, so you can just drop by and see how the space works, to see how you like the atmosphere, and to become part of our community for one day. Yeah, cool. So it's pretty open. You just uh, pop up, and uh, you can. Yes, it's really open and... for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Uh, well, where can we find the best information or the most updated information about your space? Are you publishing on some social media regularly or blog or um, a vlog? Uh, we are publishing. Yeah, we are publishing on Facebook, so Hub Street Five Coworking. But I think that's maybe the best to use uh, our website, Hub Street Five uh, Coworking, because the website is also on Croatian and on English. And there you can find all the information and also contact form to to write us uh, if something uh, if you want to know something else and more. Awesome! I'll put the link in the comment below. And uh, uh, thank you so much, Ivana. It was very great to talk with you. We thank you for having me. We were talking the first time I think about one or two years ago about how co-working spaces uh, were doing during the lockdowns. I made an article on yes, it. Yes, I remember. Things after another. Now we're here, so it's great to, yeah. to be with you. And uh, thank you for watching, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>